B-Bang especially. B-Bang yeah. does great on Spotify and movies does as well. But it, it's been very surprising just how quickly listenership of B-Bang has developed. It's just that I just don't want to see our faces, I guess. It's what, <laughs> what we have faces meant out. for radio. Yeah. yeah that's, that's no, someone, someone, on Monkey, someone on Monkey's uh, video said, low res is a lifeguard. And then they proceeded to um, call me handsome and make lewd gestures. All right, humble brag. Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that something that was mentioned in the show? Lifeguard? I don't remember that. I was wearing a lifeguard hoodie. Oh, right. That's why. So there was that, and then someone called me a Dollar Tree Charlie Day. That so, is that is not as good. That's not as good. That's not that bad either, though. That's not the worst. That's yeah, just, that's uh, not a Dollar Tree Glenn Howerton. I mean, do you think he's better looking than Charlie Day? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, what what are the roles that uh, I was going to say? Howard Day, Howie Day from NSYNC gets. Uh, uh, Charlie Day gets little twerp, right? And then Glenn Howerton gets dick, dickhead, right? bald like, dickhead, angry dickhead. Wasn't he on? Fargo? Yeah, they don't, neither one of them gets good roles. Yeah, he's he's on Fargo. Fargo. He's on uh, Hitch, right? One of those movies. Hitch. Wasn't he on Hitch? Where he? I remember there's a scene where he goes to a psychologist or something, and then there's some kind of weird sexual tension between him and the psychologist. I, I do not remember Glenn Howerton in Hitch at any point. Maybe it wasn't Hitch. Here's what I do remember, though. I, you know, I started watching um, King of Queens on Peacock. Yeah, he's on that? No, he's not on that, but it made me oh, think okay. of Hitch because Kevin James is in Hitch. Yeah. And... I got two episodes back to back. I think I got like the the series finale of King of Queens. And first of all, I didn't realize Adam Sandler had appeared on King of Queens. And second of all, wow. I didn't realize that Tucker Carlson had appeared on King of Queens. Wow, with his bow tie. With his bow tie, it was original Tucker Carlson from two thousand three or so. And yeah, he he was bow tied up. Oh, sorry, it was on Crank, which is not like Hitch at all. Yeah, he it... plays a male nurse, I think, yeah. in Crank. He was on ER? Six episodes of ER? Glenn Howard it was? Yeah, in 2003. Damn, I'm I'm getting real close to that era of ER, too. That would have been yeah. a nice surprise to find out. Who does he play? Dr. Nick Cooper. I'll be interested to see that. I, I, I didn't know that he tried having a career before always. So... That's it's interesting. Always it's always surprising when you see that, and it's like, oh, here's your hit. And you actually had a 10-year career of appearing in shows just yeah always sunny was 2008 no it's always sunny was earlier than that it was about 2006 That's it was funny. it was pretty early on i remember watching the pilot episode and the first season maybe in its entirety on fox and then they they moved it over to fx 2005 so before that he did a tv movie playing dick ebersole called Mo monday night mayhem was that about and monday night football yeah. Ooh. The Dick Ebersol era of NBC is kind of interesting to me because I had done a lot of research on just like the different periods of NBC's management when Saturday Night Live was at its most prominent, first in the 70s and then in the 80s, and how Dick Ebersol reshaped the show after Lauren Michaels left and they shit-canned the original cast. Which, by the way, I had done all this preparation back in 2018 for a Saturday Night Live documentary about 
why it started to fail and how to make it interesting again. And mm -hmm. I found all, the, and I downloaded hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes worth of Saturday Night Live clips and episodes and interviews, the rare Alec Baldwin talk show where he is talking to Kate McKinnon. She's like, yeah, it feels like we're starting to shape history with the show. Oof. And there's something more important happening here because of her lame fucking Hillary Clinton impression, <laughs> her fucking <laughs> piano playing, you piece Great. of shit. Yeah. Um, so I have all this stuff and I have an old narration I did of it. I can't find the script anywhere. And I was thinking, you know, nothing has changed at all. Especially it was Saturday Night Live. Nothing has changed at all. They're still stuck in that ball of self-importance and not knowing who they can make fun of. So I think I'm going to release that documentary finally. That would have been like the third chapter of like, here's WTF with Mark Maron. Hmm. Here's what to expect with Joe Rogan. And then here's Saturday Night Live. Here's how Saturday Night Live rose and fell and what they need to do to get out of the the ghetto can you even show snl clips on youtube though i thought they're Fuck pretty no. good at... no yeah, they are mm -mm. Yeah. they will hit you immediately if they detect yeah. even a second one second i i remember back in the what people have been calling i don't know if you've seen this at all people call it the i think it's because of you the snes uh gaming era of the channel the uh let's play era the snes let's play let's play era. oh yeah which was my live streams in my six episode edited series I did. You know, when you had a pot awful like set. There was no set. That was well, just all green screen that I, I created with Photoshop and I I did that. But and god damn, it's a miracle that my twenty thirteen MacBook was able to render out <laughs> any of that background in retrospect. Truly remarkable. Um, and if you Live, were, right? uh, yeah, it, I mean, sometimes, but even just like for the edited show, like that was way more, way, way more editing, way more work and animations required. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. Before, before, hold that thought. I just wanted to show you uh, John Torture looking like Gru from Despicable Me or whatever the movie's called. Jesus Christ. That's him. That's John Torture playing, I guess, a different kind of Jew. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's what it was because I remember that before they did a cleaning on YouTube, you could, you were able to find like compilations of character or actors breaking on SNL, mm -hmm. uh, or actors, uh, breaking character. And that was, that's a fun watch. That's always enjoyable seeing people that can't hold it together. Um, and then those disappear. And now the only clips you can find is only from the official channel that can only be seen in the United States. The problem with that is that SNL got in on the ground floor when it came to YouTube because of their SNL shorts and what they were doing with Andy Samberg. So they have like a pretty large presence on YouTube, but they have always been very clamped down about who has access to their clips, not even in terms of the internet, but there are certain like E, True Hollywood Story, or the VH1 special on, here's what, Sinead O'Connor ripping up the picture of the Pope. They would not broadcast in the reruns of SNL that featured that performance. They would not feature those moments for whatever reason, just in, in NBC's vault, hidden away. So they've always been very protective of their material. And it's, Weird. I mean, I guess now it would be because, hey, look at this better era of the show and people making a point about that. I had tried to include a clip 
and this wasn't for this documentary. It was for something else I had done. I had tried to include a clip of one of their staged debates between Alec Baldwin's Trump and Kate McKinnon's Hillary Clinton. And that got, I had to revise the video and re-upload it with the audio tracks slowed down and the visuals of it warped. And it was just this very ugly, off-putting, RGB, uh, maxed out thing that wound up making the final cut of the video. So so it wasn't just unfunny. It was also ugly to look at. It was ugly as fuck. <laughs> it would have given you a headache to watch my, right. my documentary of I, whatever I was doing at the time. I think I was more interested in the political climate and I was making some point about, hey, look at, hey, isn't this pretty liberal? That that sort of fucking YouTube thing from 2017? Like, yeah, we got it. What do they do now? Is it like, oh, Israel, <laughs> Palestine? <laughs> Damn, you did that in a very good jihad Arab <laughs> voice. That sounded like an Arab song we were just listening to. Like, what is it? I don't even know what the SNL cast looks like now, but I can't imagine, you know, how lukewarm their takes are and that's like the thing the popular thing happening right now you know the war the popular thing the popular <laughs> thing right now is that they just announced they have their first non-binary cast member who's a girl who goes by something clump kai, kai clump <laughs> that's her name they got an actual uh pat to join the show that's cool yeah so that's what they're up to currently wow they they suffer from the same thing that we talked to um, uh, Jack about when it comes to uh, reality shows and their casting now. It's just people that just look the same. I think we talked to Luke about that, but yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Jack, oh, in yeah. the case of Jack, it was, it was Survivor. the Survivor cast being yeah. very out of shape and ill-equipped to handle those conditions. Which is not usually, I mean, remember back in the day, you wanted that. You wanted people who look like average bodies, older folks. And now it's just all amoeba body 22-year-olds. Just really gross young people that make you want to vomit on the side of the road. That's who they like to cast on these shows. So, yeah, wow. I mean, that's I what everything's going to be taking on soon enough. I don't recognize, and I'm so out of the loop with this snl thing that i recognize keenan <laughs> well keenan will be on there for another 30 years ever yeah so you have michael che and colin right for the news waking up they think and then there's this guy mikey day's the guy who always fills the background of an snl sketch no no him. and then this guy okay so john mulaney who looks like he was microwaved <laughs> then her don't know her either what since 2019 sure that's is that how okay i don't recognize far her back heidi damn Gardner. damn heidi with the choker there looking like a cute little slut that heidi <laughs> this guy looks like a steve Hoffstetter. james austin johnson he here's it hold on this guy is pretty good this guy is right he? here he released a lot of trump sketches on his own before snl and his his uh, cadence, his impression of Trump was very, very close to spot on and very mm -hmm. funny. And then as soon as he did SNL, they put him in the makeup to play Trump. Oh, no. And he can't pull it off. And it, it, it affects his impression, his vocal impression of Trump to the point where it's not very good anymore. This is what people don't realize. I guess the, the people at SNL in particular is when you're voice acting, when you're behind a microphone like me right now, 
you can project your voice. You're thinking about how you sound a little bit more than when you're physically using your body to act. And so it's a different thing entirely. And it fucked with his impression of Donald Trump. Jesus, if that's the effort that you're going to take to put makeup on him to make it, he looks more like not, not Trump. He's not fat <laughs> more enough. More like He's not Trump. Yeah. Okay. He kind of looks like the golden bachelor, really. <laughs> Did you end up finishing that show? Oh, it's still going. He hasn't oh. made a decision yet. It's down to oh. two ladies. He's fucked them both at this point. He said, I love you and I'm in love with you to both of them. Wow. What a player, I, I guess. He's a total it's, player. Is Blue Chew a, a sponsor on that show? <laughs> or is it the Pfizer? Oh, God. They, they should be. They should just give him a big golden bowl of Blue Chew for <laughs> every night he spends with a contestant. Punky Johnson. She's yeah, on... Uh, Some of Williams act, uh, and then ego niwadodim. Okay, yep. here's the no. African section of the cast, the mandated yep. Africans. And then you got Sarah Sherman, gross, and uh, Keenan, of course, everybody's favorite, the funniest man in New York, Keenan Thompson. And then you have Bowen Yang, who was controversial, right? Bowen Yang gets a lot of hate. I don't know why he gets a lot of hate besides being a gay Asian guy, and that's. There's a, uh, there's a lot of baggage right now, especially with being annoying and a gay Asian guy, but I think he's fine. Wow, an expansive acting career. Do you know any of those? He I was in bros. bros. Yeah, there you go. Bros, that's it. You see that? Fuck no, I didn't <laughs> see it. What, you, what, you, you picture me sitting down and watching bros and us just, not doing a show on it? Yeah, just Billy Eichner shouting for two hours. I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. Who's this? Is this? Oh no! Is that Tim Dillon? That's <laughs> yeah. That's the bat out of hell. Uh, Molly Kearney. Join. Oh, is this the one? Uh, she was in Amazon's A League of Their Own and Disney Plus's The Mighty Ducks. Was she the? Is goalie? she the, the nun? What do you nun? call that? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. First ever non-binary. There you go. That's okay. her. That's them. That's a, yeah, Tim Dillon character, like you said. All right. So, and Longfellow here. Um, uh oh, is that a tran? It, uh, uh, I don't know. Famously built a gag around how his parents frequently remarriages and has resulted in a collection of step parents through his cool. So he has one bit and they hired him for that bit. That's cool. Chloe, Chloe Trost, only new feature player. Feature player is just the ones that are not in most sketches, right? The featured player usually is like a junior SNL cast member who's not in all of, like the majority of the sketches. They're usually just hanging out, ready to go. If somebody fucks up or hurts their leg and they can't perform in a sketch, the featured cast member will then jump in. Like Damon Wayans, I think, was a featured cast member. I feel so. like those are sometimes more interesting to watch. Like I think that's, that's how, what was his name? Kyle something? You know, the guy with longish hair? What was his name? Kyle Mooney. Yeah, Kyle Mooney. I like Kyle Mooney. I thought he was still there. I guess not. Uh, and then the guy that played uh, the baby boss, you know, that's Alec Baldwin. No, no. <laughs> that's who played the baby boss. What are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. This guy. Well, not. not yes, that. Alec Baldwin. He's right there. I'm looking at him right now, Hans. That's Alec Baldwin. How convenient. Hans freezes up when I when I catch him in a lie. Remarkable. Look at this. This sly grin on his face and those knowing eyes and eyebrows so deceptive 
Such a deceiver, this Hans. Let's take a look at his tabs. I wonder if there's anything interesting in here. So his connection just died out here for those who are not watching this but are listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Go to patreon.com slash lowres and you'll know what I'm talking about. Hans's connection has been waffling here and there every so often when we do a show. Forgot to plug in the cable. I, I usually have an Ethernet cable and I forgot to plug it in and uh, I just I, we should be good. <laughs> we should be good. Yeah, I was just Sorry. calling you out on your many lies. That's yeah. what was happening while you were off the air. So this is the what's his name? Beck Bennett. Alec Baldwin. Why does that sound familiar? This sketch. Wait, we shouldn't be playing SNL clip, right? Talking about what it. Yeah. Wait. Well, this there goes the video for this episode. Yeah. This will have to go to Patreon exclusively now. Now it don't matter that you just muted it forty seconds into the fucking sketch. That bit. That what I mean is a baby bit where he's like a large baby. Anyway, it's funny. Okay. Shut up. That actor. This is not I, Baby I, Boss. I think like, he also started as a feature. So what I'm saying is that sometimes those feature ones are just weird, or they they have them play the weird weirdo character and are better than a Keenan. It's just Keenan. Anyway, we got a Devon Walker, Devon Walker, Devon, yeah, Devon. Uh he's our staff writer on Big Mouth. So you know it's quality work. And then you have Marcelo Hernandez, who's Cuban and Dominican, and I bet that's his whole thing. I did just look it up tonight. SNL has the most amount. I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise based off how many years it's been on the air. It has the most Emmy wings of any show. What other show has been in the air for 49 seasons, right? It's cheating. Ah. Well, 49 years is, I think, the more important thing to get hung up on here because Survivor has 45 seasons, and that's been, like, way less time than SNL. How so, many Emmys does Kenan have? Keenan? Keenan, Keenan. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he probably wins one a year. Keenan, he's got the most Emmy wins of anybody. Actually, you know what? I feel like he did win an Emmy during the Trump era because they were like, now we're going to well, give him, we're going to give Leslie Jones Emmys. We're going to give Kel Mitchell. He's not even on the show. We're going to give him an honorary Emmy. <laughs> yeah, for uh, Don't Touch If You Ain't Prayer. Yep. Uh, he has one win in six nominations. He won in 2018 for original music and lyrics. For what? It just says Kenan Thompson lyrics by Saturday Night Live host chance the rapper song title come back barack so that's the song oh, should, right. I, should, I, was, should i no 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 no. i know exactly what you're talking about too <laughs> it's the rap where they were lamenting trump being the president and of course they wanted obama in there mm, so. yeah uh leslie jones only has three nominations so well there's still you're... time you're you're like yeah when she comes back what is she up to now what is where's her career taking her is she on the new ghostbusters that people are complaining so. about i bet you i bet you they will start to integrate some of them into the the new ghost the new new ghostbusters the shared universe ghostbusters oh, yeah. it'll be a ghost that opens a multiverse portal and then you'll have melissa mccarthy falling through and bill mario be like wait a second you're me, but you're a fat bitch. Yeah, and that'll and be you, the whole premise of the movie. Yeah, hologram Harold Ramis will show up, and he'll have and to close just, it. He'll close yeah. the portal at the end of the movie. 
along with whatever new Ghostbuster dies in real yeah. life. When Ernie <laughs> Hudson dies. When Ernie will... who's outlived Horror Ramis, which is mm-hmm. not mutually. Uh, yeah. Ernie Damn, or... so- Sony movies all look the same, huh? That Ghostbusters trailer was a big old bummer to turn on. And they got everybody back again. They have Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Kumail Nanjiani in there. Yeah, yeah. They got Kumail now. Pat was he on the Was he on the first one? I I never saw that. I was just I I'm good. It's like uh, when when that when the whole like and I'm sure we talked about it on this show, the Stranger Thingsification of movies. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the the first ones or or bigger ones. Where I was just like, okay, this is not not for me. As much as I love the first two movies, uh, I was like, I'm, you know, this is not going to be for me. It's just going to upset me. So what's the point of watching something like that? And I think I've made a good choice by not putting myself through that for that exact reason. I still haven't watched it. I probably will watch it at some point because I do like Ghostbusters and it doesn't seem super, super terrible. But um I don't know. Again, all the Sony movies just look and feel the exact same to me, but it's not just Sony either. It's a lot of these movies. Like I watched the live action trailer to Yu Yu Hakusho. They've got the same problem that Netflix has, which is like their visual effects department and whoever does the cleanup job, their colorists, their editors maybe are all the same in-house people that they use on all these big movies. And it starts to give all of the films and series under that banner the exact same polish and look so it's kind of this thing where one piece and cowboy bebop and resident evil they all look mm-hmm. the exact same when they're produced by netflix and now with sony it's like the spider-man movies the ghostbuster movies madam web venom whatever they're doing it always winds up looking the exact same as everything else what is madam web it's a uh, spider ladies Oh, do you remember? Did you ever watch the animated series Spider-Man like, yeah, from yeah, the nineties? Yeah. From the nineties, yeah, yeah. Okay, Madam Web was the old lady that he yeah. ran into, and now they made her Dakota Johnson, who's like thirty years old and who's not an old lady that's mm-hmm. blind. I think her character was blind, right? Did you wear like something on her eyes? Yeah. Uh so after the Marvels, okay. That's so they're, yeah, great it, it idea. Doesn't Sounds like a good That's idea. That's Disney. They're not thinking like, well, you know, this means this doesn't mean that women can't lead a superhero film. Yeah. But Just they're going to find out. Yeah, they're going to find out the hard way. Actually, I'll tell you what though, Madam Web doesn't look doesn't look like shit. It, I mean, it doesn't look good. But I'm I'm not going to be looking at that and thinking, damn, we've really sunk. We've sunk to a new low. Yeah, I don't think you can say that anymore. I think that it's been a new low for a while. What since that last stuff shut up? A fucking dog next door. You have a giant cockroach <laughs> in the corner. Of your no, room. it's a it's a Brotweiler next door that's barking at something. Uh since that last Avengers movie, the second one, I think everything's just been, you know, the the idea they could just replace the main actors with just who who cares characters and that people will still show up. I'm I'm glad. And well, I also, th- I also I, think that, that that idea of bringing them back is terrible too. 
because it's just like oh never never mind never mind we're gonna bring them back and it's like well now they're 15 years old <laughs> so i would lose so much respect for robert downey jr if he did sign back on for another avengers movie or whatever is iron man because he 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 clearly was like depressed making those films with his enthusiasm waning with every single movie when he showed up in the spider-man movie he wasn't even trying he wasn't trying to act he, he, he like his quippiness was not as sharp or as fast it, you could tell that it was weighing on him because he wanted to do real work and now he's starting to gradually very slowly get back into doing real work he's got a, a Park Chan-wook HBO series called The Sympathizer coming mm. out where he's like four different races in that movie no oh, wow will uh, or series rather will we'll see because he did do the Doolittle movie immediately after jumping out of Iron Man. He wanted yeah. to do another big blockbuster film to uh, hopefully use as a parachute for jumping out of Marvel. And that didn't really go that well, did it? Mm, no. No, it did not. Sorry. So is this uh, Sympathizer, is that like the uh, Ansel Elgort um, Tokyo Vice series where it's just one white guy and a bunch of Asian people because that's what the cast looks like. Just I think, it, yeah, I think it's something like that because it does take Korea. place during the Vietnam oh, War. Vietnam. Oh, that's cool. The trailer looks interesting, actually. Uh, yeah, he well, he did Oppenheimer, which just leaked, by the way. So if you want to do an episode of that, I'm, I'm going to be watching that. Ah, better late than never. Yeah, why not? I know, right? <laughs> uh, but then he also has Sherlock Holmes 3 in pre-production. Did you did you see those first two movies? No. I think All I saw right. like 15 minutes of the first one just because it was playing on TV. But I it might have been on the Airbnb, too. But I've, I've never taken the time to to watch those i kind of like guy Ritchie. are so. they better than the a cumberbatch show because that show oh, put me to yeah. sleep so many times it's night and day no these are way more competent and entertaining to watch no question about it yeah because those goddamn like i remember when i was living there they were considered like the you know the the best tv you could watch well, no, that just speaks episode. to the lack of quality on english television they are horrible they don't know how to they haven't nailed doing a good dramatic show yet there's never been a good dramatic show to come out of england they almost had it with like luther and then that that wound up fucking being real stupid by the end that's always yeah. the problem with english shows they will start great they'll have a good like good cast good premise and then they'll figure out a way to make it stupid as hell really fast 40 minutes in of a 50 minute episode with it, when you go from 40 to 50 that's when it's going to get real dumb let's see so you got uh bridgerton okay um sherlock taskmaster that's not a that's a game show uh only fools and horses which that ain't a drama was in the air from 81 to 2003. nope see hans's ethernet cord just fell out again he's really pensive at the moment i think his bowels are blocked and that's what's causing the face on the bottom screen here again you guys are really missing out if you're not on patreon.com low resin in that five dollar tier watching the video you just wait for the spotify episodes to drop what a shame what a shame Something that's kind of crazy to me this week, um, while Hans is on the bench, is the fact that uh, Osama bin Laden has become a big TikTok sensation. 
really shocking like, stuff. Hey, I was, hi. I was like, well, why are you so serious about what I'm saying? You're you're just just like this the whole time. No, like, you were like that. Like, wait actually, a second. Yeah, actually, gonna, you were like that, huh? That okay. was your face, not my face. I was like, I'm, I'm saying something about not positive about Black Mirror, and I was like, whoa, all right, sorry. Damn, Hans was bringing out his A-game material on Black Mirror <laughs> while the Ethernet cord was unplugged again. Yeah. Uh, Picky Blinders, I've never seen. Hold on. We're past that now. I'm talking about Osama. Oh, okay. The summer of Osama. We're in it. We're living what? through it. Oh, is that what's going on? What's going on? Is that on TikTok? Have you have you not seen what's going on with Osama bin Laden's letter to America? You should pull it up. No. Well, let's radicalize a new strain of Gen Z listeners here. Osama's letter to America, transcript in full. Okay. All you right. know what I've been seeing a lot of is girls on TikTok were like, guys, my life just changed in the last 24 hours. I feel so stupid not having come across this before no one made it aware to me but if you haven't read before letter to america you should really check that out because i can't see things the same way anymore and it's just osama bin laden being like here's why we killed here's why we melted 2000 new yorkers is because we wanted to first of all second of all it's because Every mm -hmm. every uh, noble cause that sounds noble, that's why. So America bad is that, and people didn't you know. You Americans, people, what people, about Palestine? People didn't know that America has been Listen, bad. If Palestine was so good, then how come nobody vacations there? That's what I'm wondering. Well, that's right. If it's so good, how come they don't have running water? How come I've Only. never heard of a cool Palestinian? How come? It's always just some bleeding kid on the side of the road. How come your most famous yeah. person from Palestine is a bleeding kid on the side of the road? Yeah, how come none of the beautiful buildings is ever not destroyed? Yeah. Not, not... How come your home is a bunch of rocks? Yeah, how come we ask those questions? How come your nicer temples always have holes in them somehow? It's, yeah. Anyway, so this letter is just him calling out the United States for doing the horrible shit they've done throughout the years. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, so he waited about a year after doing 9-11. And then he was like, well, here's why we did 9-11. Okay, and so Palestine? It's, it's, it's Palestine. Well, that's to start with. And the Gen Z, the Gen Z is super anti-Semitic is what we're, we're realizing here. It's not just anti-Zionism. There's a lot of anti-Semitism in this letter. No question about it. And um, they're on board. They like it. They don't care that they'll have to have their heads fucking scarfed up. They don't care at all. Because there are more important things like suiciding your, your country and your people. That's the mentality is really... There's the, the self-defense mechanism of Gen Z. And just like the West in general right now is so low that they have to like do this moral flex of like, yeah, actually, you know what? It makes sense that I would die. It would make sense that me and my family and my neighbors would die because we're, we did something bad. We didn't do the bad thing, but this collective yeah. entity that represents us did the bad thing. So I'm willing to be put in chains. So I'm not going to fight back. Yeah, right. I'm not going to fight back against it because you got a point. Hey, listen, you got a point. But sometimes, listen, sometimes when you're in a fight, the point doesn't really matter. Yeah. Hey, the here's point, my money. Here's my yeah. wife. 
I'm I'm more I'm more impressed by his level of English. This is better than anything I could ever write. And that's not what he sounded like. <laughs> could you read some of the, I would love to hear Osama's words in your voice, Hans. Oh, if we could right. just get some um excerpts here. Okay, let's see. The blood pouring out of Palestine must be equally revenged. You must know that the Palestinians do not cry alone. Their women are not widowed alone. Their sons are not orphaned alone. You attacked us in some... By us, he means Muslims, right? I guess so. Supported the Russian atrocities against us in Chechnya, the Indian oppression against us in Kashmir, and the Jewish aggression against us in Lebanon. Under your supervision, consent, and orders, the government of our countries, which act... <sighs> Did he really number every single one of his points? He did like a Twitter thread where he did one of 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's just perfectly uh, divided here. Just in case you wanted to go back to one of the points, you can just go, oh, point number three over here, Roman numeral three. Uh, the government steal our Uma's wealth and sell them to you at a paltry play. Christ, the Asian in me came out. Sorry. What's who's Uma? Uma. Uma. Oh, um, yeah. Isn't that is it's like uh, I think that's Korean for mom. Okay. So his Korean mom. <laughs> we take the wealth from his Korean mother. Uh the, I've I'm not this is very fucking long though, Osama. Jesus, can I get the how about brevity? How about yeah. sum it up? How about the more? This is why this see people are like, we well, you know I can't believe they never shared this. It's because of how fucking long it is. It has nothing to do with it being Osama or persuasive. Oh how Maybe long is a TikTok just... where you can fit this? I thought this was supposed to be short videos. Goddamn. Well, if you want to type it, I mean, actually, no, it will wind up in all sorts of messy searches that are going to yeah. be unappealing for the viewer and listener if we try to find some hard examples of videos right now. But there are a lot of girls in particular, Western girls that are sharing this and like, wow, he really makes a good point here. Hmm. So we should just, yeah. We should all convert to Islam. Not, not the responsibles, right? Not everyone that has a hand on doing all of those atrocities. I don't know. You as a 20 year old. It's on you. Has, yeah. yeah. You are the 20 year old that has done absolutely nothing and has nothing to fear is the one that should be, you know, putting your body on the line for this older rich man that do all this shit and never pay for anything. Yeah, very, who's very... allegedly dead right now, even though we never saw his body and he had a nice burial at sea. Yeah, very respectful because that's what you do with the number one most somebody wanted who criminal. melted 2,000 New Yorkers. That's yeah. what you do is you give him a respectful burial at sea. Yeah, because so, you wanted to go to heaven, right? You want those, you want him to have all those virgins. virgins. And, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I don't know, it, it, it doesn't surprise me one bit that this has been the most recent turn and like it's the trend of the week is that people are now like osama actually you know maybe he had uh maybe he was kind of being fair with that you know maybe it wasn't so bad maybe terrorism am i a racist for judging terrorism <laughs> uh maybe i'm being racist right now for judging 
two planes getting uh, 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 demolishing a giant building and killing so many people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and, know. And Maybe this, it's this my is, colonial mindset. Yeah. Then disappearing right? or oh no, it was the Pentagon one that disappeared, never showed up. That fell into the Bermuda Triangle. Right. Those people got <laughs> eaten by sharks. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, I mean, it makes sense. It's been what twenty years no not it's even. been yeah no 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 it, it has it's, been over 20 years it's been 22 years now okay and so. i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that within five years of it happening the quippy family guy mentality of hey, hey, 9-11 mm -hmm. became prominent and so by the time it did reach gen z who probably weren't even alive for it they have no sort of attachment to that event the way that americans back then were glued to their seats watching this shit unfold in real time and people's loved ones and family members were lost in the building and disappeared or got lung yeah. cancer from being in Manhattan that day you know there's not any sort of there's there's not a collective american feeling that's around that anymore it's just more of a punchline and it's because of this cucky western mentality that's that's permeated the culture and it's come into well, maybe we got to see it from their perspective. Like, we didn't even see it from the fucking Japanese perspective with Pearl Harbor. So... There's just no such thing as pride for that, right? Like, that's been destroyed. Like, everyone's just feels guilty because mm -hmm. you live in stolen land. So you should just let everyone do whatever that's it. they well, want. That, yeah, that, that's what it always boils down to is if it's stolen land, right? fair game, mm -hmm. it's hunting season, and hey... We're, st we're still good. I mean, that's the whole thing with Israel right now, which I, listen, I have no investment in, in that. But like the, the disingenuous nature of people who are like, yeah, but who gives a fuck that they got raped and killed and they're slaughtering babies and, you know, this woman got dragged from a pickup truck after having her vagina stuffed with fireworks. It, like the, the sort of idea of, well, they've been doing the bad stuff and now we can do the barbaric stuff that that kind of thing i think um you either got to be like up front and be like yeah that's cool with me that's my team yeah. i like the yankees i like the red Sox. that's what it is that's all it is there's no yeah, morality it, there there's no good and evil they're both fucking horrible yeah it's a lot of just justifying by pretending to be the good ones mm -hmm. but it's just like they're both awful <laughs> they're both doing awful things so they're, they are yes and it's in in a different way yeah. So with Israel, it seems like it's very hands off. Like, I don't want to see my cow get murdered in order for me to get this hamburger. And with Palestine, it's like, I'm getting hard just thinking about raping you to death, <laughs> which like, I'm sorry, I can't empathize with that at all. I'm sorry. What? There's crying people with fucking rocks in their faces. Hey, I didn't see that. I saw I saw the uh, the roundup of Hamas. That's what I saw. So. Listen, it's the I'm summer sure... of love, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what was happening in Woodstock back in was... 1969, I think. The, the George Floyd uh, summer <laughs> of love. <laughs>